This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey, Rich. Hey, Paul. Let's talk about two more stories in the, from a certain point of view, anthology. The Empire, okay. the Empire one. Agreed. Let's do it. Because that's what I did already. I already prepared that. <laughs> so, so I'm in. Yeah. By the way, this was like, actually, this whole conversation, because we, in our pre-show, we didn't actually discuss what we're, like, it, 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 this could have gone very wrong if we both, if we both had, if we're both carrying the wrong idea forward, which There's, I believe is also, is a, this, is, this is a bit we've done at least once other time well, as, they, as an intro. They, they call that a theme. It's thematic, right? right? Yeah, like yeah, okay. thread that's running through. It's like poetry, <laughs> Paul. It rhymes. A show rhymes with itself. Right. So here's the here's the thing. We still have room for that fuck up if we need it because I, I, know, what, I know what stories I read. Oh, and, right. And <laughs> yeah. Because okay. there's 40 stories in this. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's, let's, do, let's do a high-level quick... Yeah. of which stories we read right. because what i read <laughs> was <laughs> the first lesson by jim zub yes yes and disturbance by mike chen yes yes i read okay. those as well perfect hey great hey look at that we're hey. guys reading stories and talking about them <laughs> we are on the ball dude <laughs> the <laughs> okay so the reason the reason that i picked these is First of all, they're right next to each other in the yeah. book, which is really convenient, actually, when yeah. you think about it. And then they're both, they both deal with how these Uber Jedi or Uber Force users deal with the Force, like how they relate yeah. to the Force and what the Force, you know, wills or whatever. Well, it also, also, it deals with how they deal with great disturbances true which That's is right. the name of this podcast holy shit omg <laughs> okay podcast over guys That's it we we're did it we got done to, we made we it to self-referential and there it is <laughs> <laughs> like we've never referenced ourselves before <laughs> <laughs> like we've never written ourselves into a fake star wars infinity thing yeah right <laughs> yeah okay yeah you know yeah so okay so the, the first lesson yeah is the yoda is the is the yoda one it's it's from right. yoda's perspective right on dagobah and the and the the time setting for that is just prior to luke just prior to and during luke's very first landing on yeah dagobah <laughs> landing quote unquote. yeah <laughs> when when his ship arrives <laughs> and six <laughs> when his ship accidentally arrives in that swamp. yeah <laughs> on purpose on dagobah but accidentally in that swamp shit yeah so but, i have a i have a question about this before we before we jump too far yeah on now i don't know if you're reading them in the physical copy of it but on page 22 or 222 of my copy it we get to the spot where 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 the the the, the disturbance is revealed to yoda it's revealed as there's a Skywalker still out there, and that's what the Force yeah, is trying to tell yeah. him. It, which we, which mm -hmm. by the way, he should have already fucking known, right? Yeah, because dude, hello, we're there. But yeah. anyway, but anyway, so Obi Wan, it says Obi Wan's spirit had contacted Yoda years earlier. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, 
but does wrong i figured as much i figured as much and i deserve that (laughs) but but i think i think doesn't empire take place just a little bit after star wars or a new hope it's it's certainly not i never thought of it as multiple years right maybe it's a year or two i don't know yeah so like was obi-wan like was dude was obi-wan prank calling yoda in the force <laughs> that's not where i was going with it but i fucking <laughs> love that i love that he's like he's like Woo, master yoda your time has come oh no <laughs> time for me to go i can't do yoda but <laughs> yeah yeah and yoda he's like he like curls up on his little bed and he's like i guess i'm not i guess it's not my time i guess <laughs> i guess i'm not <laughs> Obi-Wan. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or he's or he's calling him, he's like, is your moisture evaporator running? <laughs> I know I, I know this is you, Obi-Wan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you order a large slug pizza. <laughs> now that now that's some quality prank. That's that's like Star Wars Crank Yankers. You remember that show, Crank Yankers from Comedy Central? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just Googled it, and apparently Empire takes place three years after A New Hope, which oh. I guess I guess you could say years earlier. You could but, say years earlier, but still, I don't know. Yeah, the way it comes off on the page is like a decade ago, you know, like he called me, yeah, and, you know, asked me if my evaporator was running. But and I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to let that go, obviously, but it just that passage struck me or that line struck me that he had that <laughs> that his that that he that it was years ago that Obi Wan's yeah, spirit yeah. had done. like, and I suppose I mean I may mean, suppose it could mean it could very well mean that like they were communing through the Force before Obi Wan died, before, but I took this as Obi Wan was dead and his spirit was right, dead. and I yeah like. Because I wouldn't write it as Obi-Wan's spirit had contacted Yoda if Obi-Wan himself was still alive and embodied. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I read that as Obi-Wan's, you know, ghost contacted Yoda. Yeah. Years earlier. Okay. All right. And good. then also, so- by the way, if that was true, like, Obi-Wan, be a little more specific, at least. <laughs> yeah. Because the whole bit the whole bit is like, Yoda's like, oh, I might get to train Leia. That'd yeah. Really cool. Meanwhile, like Obi Wan dies saving Luke, right? And 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 by the way, guides him, help him, helps him blow up the Death Star. Could have fucking mentioned it, right? <laughs> it, uh, uh, oh, by the way, it was Luke that I helped. You know? <laughs> not not Leia. Not I completely ignored wanted. her. <laughs> she was available. She was in a cell, but I ignored yeah. her. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you think so, do you think he ignored her because he was like pissed off that like he ended up with Luke and he could have had Leia? He could have been like, been... I could have been raising Leia, but no, I had to take I had to take on the dumbass and, and like, kid. And here's the thing too, is that like Leia just out of nowhere becomes a princess, not through her own whatever. She's just, just by accident, she's a princess. Right. But like Luke and Obi-Wan. They still could have gone to Alderaan and like been sort yeah. of nearby. Like, why did they have to live in like desert poverty <laughs> when Alderaan is like lush and has palaces and shit? Like, 
Good for the soul, man. Good for the yeah, soul. Yeah, I guess. Desert, desert poverty. Ask anybody who's lived in poverty in the desert. They probably say, yeah. But I, especially if know. especially if the those Jedi guys are like, these two kids might be our hope for the future. Right. Let's put one of them surrounded by bodyguards <laughs> in a palace. And let's put the other one in a place where some insane percent of people die yeah. before they hit five. Right. Right. Like and, let's do that. That's, that's yeah. That's a good choice for our last hope. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 No. No. There's another though. That they. T- I think they moved. I think they put Leia on Alderaan because they were like, oh yeah, she's the smart one. We're gonna keep her. <laughs> so let's get and let's just throw him out. We'll put him back. We'll send him back to live with his family. The only family he's got left. Nobody will think to look for him there because well, you know, why like, would they? <laughs> maybe it's like Luke is like the looks like the opening salvo. Like oh, we've got the last hope. Yeah. Oh no, you got him. Oh, that really sucks. <laughs> meanwhile, He's... meanwhile, they're giving Leia the like the Navy SEAL level training, right? <laughs> not the not the <laughs> shitty swamp training. Right. Luke got <laughs> Luke is the sacrificial lamb of the, uh, yeah. the duo, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That is too funny. Yeah, I did notice that that he was like that there's like this disappointment for him that he's not training Leia. He's like, oh, yeah. it's Luke. Oh, good. The a-hole, the dude who doesn't listen to anybody. And yeah, okay. The one, the one who's most like the guy that fell and and yeah, the one who is most like the guy who is now a galactic mass murderer. <laughs> yeah. Murdered all the let's, kids that I was training. That son let's of let's put his son through the same things in life <laughs> and just <laughs> yes. hope and hope that he's better somehow we won't make him a slave but he's definitely going to have the desert poverty thing going he's going to live in the same place <laughs> and and at that point like there's there's a non-zero chance he gets like kidnapped into slavery at that point too <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so so they're like like so here's the thing did we just did we just stumble on how the jedi i guess really obi-wan and yoda were like were they trying to create another space hitler <laughs> <laughs> they already did it they already did it with anakin yeah yeah. i mean they're They're like i know let's send it let's send his son to vienna and put him through art school right (laughs) (laughs) then we'll just tell him his art is crap and nobody likes it (laughs) oh no let's just let's put him let's put a kid into a hitler machine and hope hitler hitler doesn't pop out right Dude, the fucking Hitler machine. You had me. That's good. I like that. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. No, I, yeah, I think, my God. Yeah, they, I, they didn't think it through. Obviously, they didn't think it through because George Lucas did all this, this shit later. He like built this all in yeah. behind it. But like, we as the audience are still supposed to take this as this is the natural progression of things. This is how it was supposed to be or this is how i wanted it to be yeah. which which leads me to question george lucas's mental state i guess again when he was making the because prequel. because yeah, here's again. the thing because because the prequels now that you've established like you it's too late luke grew up on tatooine that's right. established right but that doesn't mean that the prequels had to have anakin grow up on tatooine right he could have yeah. grown up anywhere he right? could have yeah he didn't like, have to be you from tatooine you, you didn't have to make it weird like that <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, but it has to rhyme though. That's the whole thing for him. It uh, needs to rhyme, right? That was, you know, that's the joke, right? It's it's like yeah. it's like poetry, blah blah blah. But I mean, like 
<laughs> I think I said this before, like shitty, you know, high school emo poetry, but sure. It's like poetry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm not the Jedi I should be. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking try harder. Why can't you be more like your sister? Oh, do we have a sister, all right? I'm an orphan. <laughs> I'm an orphan. Well, he's got not some, an orphan, I guess. Well, I got some news for you, buddy. Is he an orphan? Yeah. I mean, Anakin, I mean, I think you, I think, I think Anakin, well, Luke is an orphan. Right. Anakin is. I, I mean, I guess he's an orphan. I mean, at least for the first 20 years of his life. And then, you know, like he becomes not an orphan. <laughs> right, right. He, on, on, on Bespin. <laughs> um, right. Oh, yeah. By the way, kid. <laughs> you're not an orphan. It's me. I'm your daddy. So, so this, this story also, the, the last, when we talked about Revenge of the Sith in yeah. the previous episode. Right. We we talked about how Yoda just like fucking gives up. <laughs> yeah. He's he's like I didn't I didn't defeat the Emperor I- initially. I'm done. See you right. later. Right. This this story even calls that into like further relief because it says Yoda came for rest and reflection. Yeah. Right. And and even one of the one of the little lessons, the Force lessons at the front of the thing. Mm-hmm. Right. The the uh, reality we accept. Mm-hmm. A patient agreement with existence does not mean that one cannot influence or improve one's position in the universe. Acknowledgement does not equal passivity, which to me also means like Yoda, you can still try, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like sure. uh, back in, in zero before Empire, right. when you gave up and flew off to Dagobah, <laughs> like you, you didn't have to, like the force does not you you yourself are saying the force does not force you Hayo, right to 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 sort of just accept whatever destiny it says right. right you you're an active participant who maybe can acknowledge things but also not passively you can yeah. act yeah and and you're kind of encouraged to do that right yeah like, yeah as a, as a person who or as a creature that interacts with the force you're encouraged to be a part of that and to, to feel compassion, right? They mm-hmm. they talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he, he also noticed that he he referred to Anakin as Anakin the Fallen. Yes, I loved that. With like a with as though it's like a title that he has right given to Anakin, you yes. know. I I I really, really love that. I love that. Yeah. Anakin the Fallen. Because that's yeah. how like if the Jedi were still around, that's how they would refer to him. That's right? how they like, would talk about him. They would definitely talk because because he is the fallen one. He's he's well Lucifer for like for yeah. if we're doing that, but yeah. But I mean he is the the he was supposed to be the chosen one. He fell, he ended up, you know, obviously becoming Space Hitler. Mm-hmm. And that there's something to that terminology, the fallen. Yeah, that, it gives it. That, yeah, it really gives it a. It gives it a lot of weight. You know, it gives it a lot of gravitas. I mean, like, can you imagine, like, if if he had made a dent but not destroyed the Jedi? Yeah, they would have just books upon books about him right. in the library, right? Right. And and Anakin the Fallen would be like a whole chapter of their like Jedi. 201 history classes yeah right? yeah totally would be totally would be yeah yep definitely so so overall i i like this story i like what what it 
I like the way that Yoda interacts with the Force and like these, yeah. the the way that they the way that it's presented, right? Because you've got yeah. Uh, the way that the author Jim Zub writes it, the actual like physical appearance of the prose feels like these these bits that that are like questions that are held out to the force and responses that are received from the force. Right? There's one specifically where Yoda is talking about how he's just a link in a, it. Says he was just one link in an eternal and immeasurable web built and broken among the stars. And then the question is posed in a separate line says yeah. broken and then the next line is why broken so it's like these it's like it's like, like a yoda train of questions. thought yeah. yeah yoda train of thought but I, like i really like his that. communication with the force almost you know yeah yeah and then like later it when it when it when it finds out like oh he says oh there's an outside presence and then it comes to him it's a skywalker oh, okay all right i see what was going on here you know yeah like that really was that was a really cool like that was the moment that was that disturbances moment of coming to Yoda. Like, yeah, that was Yoda experiencing a great disturbance. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But on maybe not on the same level as what Obi-Wan talked about with the destruction of Alderaan and, and Oh, Europe, right. Yeah. But like, but it's a disturbance. Like, yeah. It's a disturbance. And it's interesting to see the different types of ripples and how they how they affect yeah. Jedi as they're going through. Like like and because Yoda senses the darkness in it. Right. He senses right. the anger and fear, yep. a flash of darkness. Yep. Disturbing things, disturbing the stream of the force. Yeah. Like that's the disturbance that he senses there. Right. And that's what sends him off wishing that he was he was Leia. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, it's Luke. Luke the he calls him Luke the Brash and Luke the Reckless. Or my, one of my favorite lines, Luke, the echo of his father's yearning need to control that which we can, which which he could not understand. Yeah. Interesting that like that they make those connections to, to Anakin. Young Anakin. This, this this stuff is to me, I think um like this is this is the first lesson, right? It's called the first lesson. It's yeah. it's and like I think you're initially supposed to interpret it as like Luke's first lesson. Right. 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 But you could also, you could also, you could also put it as it, it could easily be Yoda's first lesson because it could be his first lesson while he's not surrounded by the, the, the Jedi temple, right. Mm -hmm. Well, he's not surrounded by the, all of the stuff of the Jedi order. Right. Okay. Sure. Where he's just so whatever. And <laughs> If it is a first lesson, Yoda, as as all learners do, Yoda has a failure. Yeah. Because Yoda at the very end says thinks the word try to himself. Mm -hmm. And then he corrects yeah. himself and like, oh, there is no try. Right? right. So this this could be interpreted as Yoda's first lesson yeah. in a new galaxy, right? Right. A, a new world or a new a new universe where where like there is hope again right where yeah like, yeah yeah after all after all those years of darkness. and so yoda has to sort of it's interesting yoda has to sort of sort of play himself a different way because now it's it's set against an entirely different backdrop you know yeah. what i mean yeah i yeah. like that i like that interpretation that's cool that's cool <clears throat> Should we, uh, should we move on and talk about the other Great Disturbance? 
I feel like we ought to move to the story <laughs> Disturbance by Mike Chen. Nice. Yeah. And this one is, this one's a Palpatine focused one. Yeah. Good choice on this one because yeah, yeah we go from Yoda to Palpatine. Right. Not, not only in terms of like luminary of the light and luminary, so to speak of the dark, mm-hmm. but also like literally it's the next story in the book. Right. Right. Yeah. That's pretty, right. that's pretty slick in terms of the <laughs> editing of that stuff. Cause right. yeah. Yeah. The editors, as they put this together, we're, we're thinking on their toes with this one. Yeah. But, but it also echoes the whole, like the reason that Yoda is on Dagobah is he fought Palpatine and lost. And now we're talking about yeah. both Yoda on the light side and Palpatine on the dark side, having this moment of, of Zen where they realize what's going on in the universe. And yeah. This is, I mean, this is the exact same thing, the exact same realization, but from the dark side perspective. Yeah. That there's still a Skywalker out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it can, now, of course, to Palpatine, it's a bit of a surprise because he didn't know that the children survived. He didn't know that the kids survived, did he? Yeah. I don't think so. No. Yeah. And so, so for him, it's like, oh shit, there's another one. (laughs) But he, when, yeah when did vader find out that luke existed well in the current canon there was that vader that vader series that we read do you remember that vader comic series where where it turns out that he 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 paid somebody to find find out who was who it was that had shot down the death star and they mentioned a name and it was the name Skywalker. And that's right. It caused him to like crack a window on a Star Destroyer, which that's right. Uh, yeah. Seems okay. like he was he was pretty disturbed in the force at that point. <laughs> so okay, so just because this one has, that's where it was. Because yeah. this one this one has a great I think this is a really good story. Yeah. And Absolutely. it has a great it has a great hook to it, which is like which is that Palpatine is having a vision, mm-hmm. but what he realizes halfway through the vision is that he's actually sort of like dream jumped into Anakin's vision. Yes. Or Vader's vision, right? Oh, man, yeah. And so Vader is having a vision of Luke or a dream or a, you know, a whatever you want to call it, of, of Luke taking down the Emperor and then joining mm-hmm. with Anakin. Yeah. To, to become the rulers of the new, the new, whatever the new thing would be, right? Right, right. Empire New Order, whatever, right? Right. And so Palpatine like jumps in there. But but what that means is, is that Anakin, so that that is how Palpatine discovers that Luke exists. Right. But Anakin clearly has already known this. Has right. already figured, or, or Vader has already figured out that Luke exists and is his son. Yeah, yeah. Right. So how powerful is Vader that he was able to keep that information from the Emperor for however long he had kept it? Yeah, like see, like Vader might be broken, but he's still he's still wielding some pretty good power. Yeah, right. Because there's there's even a description of how like Palpatine has to like bust through a dragon's like a, a figurative dragon's like defenses, right to, right? to get through into this, right? Yeah, and so like whether it's subconscious or whatever. Because what I don't what I don't know from this is whether did did Vader know that Palpatine had invaded his dream? Hmm. I don't 
it doesn't seem that way, but there's not yeah. really, this is all from Palpatine's perspective. There's not mm-hmm. really that a great way to tell whether yeah. or not that happened, but you, you know, you used a good terminology there. You said breaks into the dream. This is in stark contrast to the previous story. It is, it very much has like these violent tendencies breaking into stuff. There was something else that I saw. Oh, taming something, conquering something, fighting back against it. There's the 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 terminology that they used. It didn't start in stark contrast, book. right? He even in this yeah. the beginning, he he helps in his like he sneers at how the Jedi want to be connected to the force. Yeah. He he wants to like beat the crap out of it and control it. Right. 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 He's like, the force is not my the force isn't my ally. The force is my bitch. Right. Right. And and so if it if the forces get out of line, I'm gonna like I'm gonna like stomp on it kind of and get it back in line, you yeah. know? Yeah. He 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 says that the the this and it's very early on. It's very, like first and second page. The Jedi in their ancient and foolish ways had wasted their lives, even their order concerned with their connection to the Force, symbiosis, flow such primitive idealism primitive idealism he and, looks at this as a primitive way of interacting with the force that's yeah that's kind of fascinating to me yeah, i really it? like that yeah idea. i like that deal that's 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 it is pretty good there <laughs> the the i like how the, i like how this author did palpatine's perspective yeah on the disturbance of the death star destruction because yeah. Palpatine felt the disturbance as like the moment Luke pulled the trigger. Right. Right. The, that, that was his sensing of the disturbance in the forest was, and he felt, Oh, this, this, somebody, somebody involved here right. is, is a centerpiece of the force mm-hmm. and is doing a thing I didn't foresee. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't foresee, like yeah. he had no idea it was coming. And it's like, there is that, there is that, cloak and dagger aspect to the way that he even goes about trying to figure out what this is you know like who this is because up until that point like what you were saying is he just envisions it as the trigger getting pulled and the proton torpedoes entering the hatch or the uh, the exhaust port yeah and and destroying the death star but like yeah. you think that yoda felt a disturbance in the force when the death star just was destroyed because oh, good because question. Because because the author of this previous story mentioned, I think that for Yoda it had been a long time since he'd felt a disturbance. Right. You know, and I kind of wonder. I I thought about that and I was like, did Yoda like withdraw from sort of part of the like is was Yoda's like force meditation or whatever like so unmoored from galactic politics that it, that that didn't register for him. Interesting. You know what I mean? Because I, I because I because here's my thing. I I kind of imagine the force as being way 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 bigger than anything Palpatine or anybody can really do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Palpatine absolutely. can maybe he can maybe kind of wrestle with some sort of local currents, but the overall ocean of the force is far too big for Palpatine to like have control of or even be aware of. In other words, yeah. to the force something like the death star or the destruction of the death star is kind of nothing. 
right? Right. Not in terms of like the power to do it. Well, I'm sure that's true too. Sure. But, but in terms of like the overall scope of, if the force is what binds everything together in the whole universe, mm-hmm. then the Death Star being destroyed is like, unless unless you yourself have connected your tendrils to it, mm-hmm. it's kind of a nothing event, right? Yeah. So so like because so when when Ben feels a disturbance for Alderaan. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see because he's they're, they're already flying to Alderaan when he feels it right but he's also right? I mean well backfilled information but he's also got a connection to Alderaan via or a Bail Organa and well, right of course Leia too but but even even without that even without mm-hmm. that backfill backfill yeah. backfill hey <laughs> um, <Ew. laughs> he's he has his sights on Alderaan Right. right. He's like, I'm going yeah. to Alderaan. Like his his perception of the force, his his little sucks of the force has put its tendrils toward Alderaan in some way. So when right. Alderaan gets yeah. blipped off the map, he's like, Oh, that really hurt. Because <laughs> there was millions of little tendrils wrapped around his tendrils, right, right. on the planet there. Whereas yeah. you could pres- presumably be some kind of like proto Jedi or whatever out in the outer rim and yeah. not even know that it happened. Because yeah. You haven't, you have no connection to Alderaan, right? And the force doesn't see it as much of an event, right? In the grand scheme of things, right? Not much of an event, you know? Hmm. So, anyway, the, the question I had was like, did Yoda perceive the death, the death star destruction, or is he, <laughs> or was he disappeared into up his own like gremlin butthole <laughs> of like other force stuff, right? <laughs> he might have been, but. I mean, it's not like he cut himself off from the force. It's just yeah. not a last Jedi situation, but you might just be looking the other way now. Yeah. Which is, do you know what's, that's a little disturbing to me. The idea that he would. Okay. So, all right, let me, let me preface this. I watched, yeah. I watched Spider-Man homecoming just recently again, yeah. for the first yeah. time in a while. And there's a scene at the end of the movie where he saves the vulture. He saves Adrian Toomes and Toomes is given him this look like, what are you, what are you doing? Right. And, and Spider-Man's like looking back at him, like I saved you because that's what heroes do. Right. I save, you save people. Right. Yeah. And, and if I apply that, that, that dictum to, to star Wars heroes do what needs to be done. Even if you're the bad guy, we're going to make sure that you don't die. We're going to make sure that like your life is preserved. Right. Does Yoda just not give a shit about the people that died on the Death Star? Because wouldn't he feel that? I mean, if he really does care about life and how it all connects to the Force, also, wouldn't he like have tried to have stopped the clones some other way besides beheading them like he did in the last movie in the in the Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, that's an interesting question because, like, I definitely feel like before he goes to Dagobah, there's like there's mistakes there. Yeah, while he's on Dagobah. I can see that too, but I can also see like just again that broader perspective of like there are so many things that I never took the time to think about when I was like grandmaster. Yeah. And now I'm like meditating about all the things that are like just different than this stuff, right? Okay. Because in other words, okay. it is po- it is it is possible to contemplate life and connection and whatever without without noticing like if if your force perspective 
if the if just just this is just an example. I don't know. I don't think this is what Yoda is doing. No. I think I think I think apart from this story, he probably did feel Death Star. Okay. And he probably did feel Alderaan. But if we take this story as written, then it's like maybe he didn't. You know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but but I do feel like there's remember the remember the giant space slugs. Yeah. That live that live for trillions of years. Right. I think even for those guys something like the death star makes no ripple in their thing either. Right. right. Yeah. If you live for trillions of years, what's, what's, what's 20 years of building a thing and then it blowing up. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah. you know or, I mean? the, or the thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives that are lost. On yeah. It really because matter to you. you have encountered quadrillions of lives right. in your time. Right. You know, and you've probably swallowed similar sized spaceships into yourself anyway. Right. <laughs> Just as part of, as part of your, whatever. Right. Yeah. So that thing would almost be more like, oh, I didn't have that was going to be my breakfast. You know what I mean? Like it just (laughs) could be such a. And so so what I'm saying here is Yoda, maybe Yoda in his in his various explorations of meditations, he's either zoomed way in on like the thousands of tiny little lives in his one claw. Right. You could contemplate all the bacteria and germs and whatever that live in your claw or he's zoomed so far out that the web that he talks about is a galactic web Mm. and 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 is such that like one star one star makes no difference to a galaxy right Right. yeah yeah it's kind of right and and and, god this is interesting too because like if you zoom out to the level of a whole galaxy then something like the death star blowing up is probably there's probably several events like that every day in the galaxy. That's, shit, that's a really good point. You know what I mean? If there are millions, if there are literally millions or billions of planets that have lives, and there's yeah. a whole outer rim that hasn't been discovered very much of, and there's a whole dark sector of the galaxy that's probably open to the force but closed to hyperspace. Yeah. There's probably all kinds of crazy shit going on. And so if Yoda is the Jedi, the Grand Master. And he's just like eating some fucking Dagobah shrooms or whatever. And like <laughs> expanding his force of mind to the, to the whole galaxy. Then something like the yeah. Death Star is like, maybe doesn't even merit a blip on the radar. Hmm. And this is just, this is just pure, like wild eyed speculation. Right. Of, no, uh, yeah. But it just, but it kind of plays out that way in terms of it's the Death Star is really important to the story. But is it important to the force? Is it important to the galaxy? Is it important to you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that's a really fucking interesting. That's a really interesting perspective, dude. Like, plus, oh yeah, and if you oh god, remember you remember we played Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. Where there was that huge, that enormous station, the Star Forge. Yeah. And it was it could literally like suck up a star. Yeah. And create ships out of that. Right. Like imagine that there was like it surely because that, that empire, the Rakuten empire lasted for 25,000 years or whatever, 50,000 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it just, it, and it, and it was just, it was, it was gone. Surely there are other star forges or other things like the star forge that are out there yeah. that are just, haven't been accessed in, in ages, but are randomly exploding every now and again, right? That that maybe Yoda feels like so. 
like there could be there could be another star forge somewhere and some alien species 10,000 years hence discovers it and just sets up shop there just treats it as a space station just lives there and then that thing is destroyed when the star that it orbits goes supernova right that is an event of the same magnitude as the star as the death star being destroyed true okay now imagine imagine that there are tens of civilizations like that over the course of the history of the galaxy leaving their space garbage all over the place right <laughs> there's there's yeah. dyson spheres and dyson swarms and star forges <laughs> like laying around all over the place right and if you zoom your perspective out you probably sense that stuff like like the smashing of a fly you know what i mean right, right. like that's so anyway again just just playing with the idea of yoda not being able to if if he didn't sense it yeah why not and that's my that's my speculative highly shroom or like brockman on shrooms perspective of (laughs) of that right (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's pretty good though that's i i i appreciate that perspective because we i think we've we've touched on it before in the idea that like you know, there, there, are, there has to be civilizations that don't give a shit about or even know about the, the empire or even the, yeah. you know, the, the Republic, um, the Republic or the fucking Jedi or any yeah. of that stuff. So, I mean, realistically, realistically, when you, when you, like you said, when you, when you zoom out, everything becomes tiny. Right. Yeah. And, and for, yeah. so if Yoda is in the zoomed out moment or in the zoomed out state, then that's, that you're right yeah i mean for also could right which also could be why like if you become a force ghost yeah that's why you only hang around your buddies every so often Mm -hmm. is because now that your perspective is different there's a lot more to see you know what i mean yeah right yeah and their their perspective is very limited yeah your lack you have a lack of commonality there even yeah when you think about it yeah hmm Fucking interesting, dude. Fucking interesting. I like that. On on a on a different note, this one was yeah. really good. I liked this one. The story this was, was this yes. Was, this this was story. fantastic. This was fantastic. It talks about like this. You get to see Vader's vision of what yeah. he wants to do, right? Like yeah. a, like a fleet of star destroyers, like just an yeah. absolute fleet. Of, which ironically, of course, is going to be kind of the plot point of rise of skywalker later right with maybe this is where palps got the idea who knows <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> hold on let me get my samurai sword the, the book, you, have to, you have to say it as you do it yes right yeah. well because it's not because this is audio so people wouldn't be able to see us like yeah right. doing it, so you got to say it yeah you have to say it as you mime it yeah you gotta, yeah you gotta <laughs> describe it you know like oh the sword is going in and i'm cutting across i'm oh, cutting across oh. the seppuku intestines okay. falling out now someone behead me quick quick uh, <laughs> this really hurts <laughs> <laughs> for the love of god please <laughs> so so what i found interesting about this is that in invaders vision somehow he is restored back to anakin yeah not he's not vader yeah. it's not vader and luke it's Anakin and Luke, and even yeah. Padme is involved, which yeah. we kind of figured Padme would have to be involved. Yeah, but like, if it's like your fever dream, I guess you can do whatever you yeah, want, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And interesting that it, it, I just, I just found it was, I just found that a really 
cool, a really cool idea because it, it, and it made me think about this. Maybe it maybe pose this question to myself and I don't know if I have a good answer. Does Vader still think of himself as Anakin or does Vader think of himself as Vader? Like deep down, does he still think I'm Anakin Skywalker or is he, is Anakin Skywalker just gone? And, 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 and any, any, hope of bringing that back up until you know the end of return of the jedi is just gone with it because i know when i picture myself in my head i'm definitely not as overweight as i am i'm definitely younger than i am you know what i mean like yeah there's like this version of me in my head when i'm interacting with things mentally projection of your digital self (laughs) yes exactly yeah right totally do that all the time i mentally project my digital self (laughs) So, oh, so I got my Vader digital th- self all over this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, again. Oh, again. <laughs> so like Vader, when he's like when he's daydreaming, does he daydream about himself as Anakin Skywalker interacting with shit? Or like is he like, yep, here's my armor. I'm gonna go out there and fucking stomp somebody, you know, whatever. Stomp stuff. Yeah. I think if we take if we take okay, okay, I think. Mm-hmm. If we take the current stuff and stitch it in the current comics, the current whatever, yeah, and yeah. St- stitch it into that question, I think Vader has constructed a shroud against mm. the Emperor. Sure. That the Emperor can only occasionally pierce. Right? Because, okay. because you catch because you catch Anakin doing things or Vader doing things every now and again that are just not part of his like if you thinking back to those comics that we've read, you know, he, he, he seems to do things that really not, not just challenge Palpatine, but that also are like, why are you, if you think you're truly just like empty of nothing and just Sith, why are you doing that? Yeah. He does things like that. Yeah. And so I kind of think that there's a part of Vader that does like, it does think of himself as Anakin. Like maybe because, you know, you've got your, you've got your work self, right. And then you've got your, your home self, right. So maybe like, maybe like his work self is like, Oh, I got to put on the armor and be (laughs) Vader. Right. But like his, his like outside of work self, like his, his sitting on a beach on, uh, on a scarif. Well, not anymore, but you know, back in the day, sitting on the beach at scarif self was, you know, Anakin, you know, having a yeah. martini it, it, or whatever. He's like, so. he's like the that old cartoon of the sheepdog and the wolf who like clock in. Yes. Like yes. they clock in yes. and then the sheepdog is like beating up the wolf. Yeah. And then the yeah. whistle blows and it's lunchtime and they just stop. Yeah. Right. You know, Fuck, he's like that. Right. He's the, like when he punches in, he's like, Ka-chunk! and he puts the helmet on and he's like killing shit. <laughs> yeah. The, the whistle goes off. He takes the helmet off and he like, he just like sits in front of the space couch and just watches, you know, right. Space Kardashians or whatever all day long and Space Kardashians. Do you think he do you think do you think that he like goes out for like uh space uh wings with that uh, like space hooters with his buddies or <laughs> yeah do you think, do you think he, he has, has buddies? work friends? <laughs> do you think he has I kind of I I imagine that like or I don't imagine but I could imagine that he's like he he has a different suit <laughs> right where so no people don't know he's Vader, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. He's still all like fucked up from the fire, right? <laughs> right. But yeah. he's got a different like suit of armor. That's not yeah. really armor. It's just a, a suit. He looks like kind of like Mr. Freeze or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good and one. So I like that. Yeah. He goes out. He goes out as like <laughs> think of some Star Wars name. Just you know what I mean? And he just he just like he he picks up chicks and whatever and like <laughs> as drinks with his space buddies and stuff. Right. Just as as this to, other persona. He goes yeah. to space cheers. You know. Oh, shit. That's good. That's good. I like that. That's that's headcanon now, man. Shit. Yep. Yep. Got two suits. Vader's Vader, got two suits. Vader punches in. He's he's on the clock. He's murdering. He punches <laughs> out. He's getting drinks with his buds. Do you think Vader has friends like work friends? Work friends? No way. No, you don't think he has work no, friends. No, because he's like he's like he's like worm tongue. He's like the boss's toady. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I he's the super high boss's toady. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think in the off time. He yeah, according to our, according to our canon now, he yeah. sheds the he sheds the Vader persona altogether. Right, and he's like some like we should think of some other like Star Wars bro sounding name. Star Wars he's space <laughs> he's like Space Chad. You know what space I mean? Space Chad, yeah. <laughs> he's oh well, you can do it. Yeah, that's easy, right? You just make it like Gad, you know, Gad Wixen or something like yeah. that. I don't know. There you go, Gad Wixen. There you go. There's Gad Wixen. Thing. Gad, Gad Wixen. Wixen. Chad Gad Vader. Wixen. No, Chad Vader. Chad Vader. Chad Vader, Space Bro. <laughs> Space Bro. Oh my God. That's good. Rich, I move that that yeah. is the perfect place to end this episode is I'm... Chad Vader, Space Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Vader, Space Bro, Gavel Gavel. I accept. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, where so where we do we gotta, go from here? We got to figure out what to do next time. Yeah. I hadn't really given it a whole lot of thought because, either. you know, up until a couple of days ago, it was still the middle of tax season. And, um, pretty fucking hectic around here so we could do like <sighs> shit we could jump back into some comics do we want to do we want to stick with vader and palpatine or do we want to because we did a whole bunch of vader stuff do we want to do we some did, yoda stuff oh yeah maybe there's some yoda stuff that we haven't done yeah I wonder let's, if let's see if we can find a yoda or yaddle or whatever yeah yoda comics there you go Oh man, there's all kinds of Jesus. There's a picture of Yoda with hair. What the fuck? Jesus. He's got like a full head of hair. That's the weirdest thing I've seen in a long time. So, yeah, it looks like there's some some stuff from like Legends area. Thing. Yeah, let's find some Yoda comics. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll dig up some Yoda comics and yeah. we'll talk about them and we'll go from there. That'll work. That's it. That's it. That's all we're doing. Just some Yoda comics. Fucking right. There is a Yoda novel, but I don't have time to read a novel in a week. So yeah, fuck that noise. I mean, <laughs> I have other shit to do, man. Like, I, mean, I got, I got yeah. a job. I got a kid. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I can put everything. This is my whole life, guys. I mean, it sounds like it is, but it's not. Yeah. Trust me. I believe me. It's not. You guys, you don't know like the like. This may seem like the most polished show ever, <laughs> but we don't actually put that much time into this. So right, no, not at all. No, no. 15, 20 minutes prep time. We're in. We're diving in. Zip, zap, zap. Let's go. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. Well, well that's it. Gavel, gavel. I declare it done. Yes, yes. It is done. Thank you, Jeffs of the Multiverse. We will see you next week for some Yoda shit. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, 
please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for At Great Disturbances, and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later! Thank you.